Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 3rd of March, 2020. It is a Wednesday. It's 5.30 in the morning in L.A. I always say that like it's brand new, but like I'm here every day at 5.30. But it's funny. It's funny to think about how early the day starts. And we get to talk about this like super deep stuff. And then we just go about our days. But the reason I say that is today's topic is one of those eh topics, but we need to talk about it. It is a killer this week, last week, ever since Valentine's Day. I I know I told you guys I have a friend that, you know, went through a pretty weird experience with someone she's had a relationship with for two years. It was someone... She knew from when she was a kid, so they have a long history. But what happened just kills me over and over again. I feel like I went through the breakup myself because it broke my heart. It broke my heart to feel like someone I love and care about actually went through this. And all truth be told, I did say in the beginning you might want to be careful because of the way he spoke about past relationships. I've heard that voice before. And it's not that it's a good or bad thing, because what happens is when we love somebody, we are under like this weird spell, right? We're no matter what they tell us to do in the beginning, no matter what they say, we're like, yeah, 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 and we're all the way up the pike. But at the same time, guys, we've got to educate ourselves about the signs, about the signs of understanding what we are getting into. As a result of that, two days after it happened, I wrote something, I was going to post it on my page, and I thought, eh, I might want to wait. Because I was watching her beat herself up, call herself names for falling for it, 
for not thinking through what where she was going with this person who was trying to get her to a place of doing things that were not okay. That once the spell wore off, because a spell will always wear off, of this is the greatest person in the world, to why am I doing this, to afterwards, how did I do that? Here I write this thing, and I, I probably should read it because it's 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 most likely we're dealing with, and I hate to keep saying this word, but it's so prevalent in our world right now that narcissism versus love. And if I have to really think about narcissism, I think about the words manipulation. You you get manipulated. You're love bombed. You've never seen anyone pay attention to you like that. And the truth is, after about two or three months, you never will. Not from that person. There's, there's three things to know about this kind of manipulation. And instead of saying narcissist, let's replace that word with manipulation, because then you know what narcissist means. Manipulators are masters of the great first impressions. They're masters, their job, the way they dress, the car they drive, the house they live in, the city they live in. Owning a plane, owning this, owning that. Oh, they're bigger than life. And manipulators act faster and they're equally as quick to comment. They always have something to say. They always have something to say may not be what you want to hear, but they might be those off comments that you turn around and go, did they mean that? There was a woman once who was with her um, new boyfriend, and that newness, the love bombing part, started to wear off. And then they were on a trip, and he was introducing her to his friends, which was huge for him because... For him, it was introducing who he chose. How does it make him look? Did he make a good decision or not? Instead of, I really love this girl and I want to share her. So they go, and his friends, which were another couple, really loved this girl. Like, they really loved her. They were talking. They had a lot in common. She was born in the same city. They were all born in the same city, but the newer couple... We're not in that city anymore. And during, right before they got their meal, during their stay there, he made a side comment to her. And he said, well, aren't you just chatty, Cassie? And she immediately got confused. She thought, why did he say that? That, that? that did not sound good. And then all of a sudden she took this persona as though she did something wrong. She did not please her master of manipulation. And that in itself was a manipulation. That in itself was the beginning of her trying to not talk so much not be herself, because if she was, she was going to get in a place where she did not please her manipulator. 
And the third thing to remember is that non-manipulators take things much more slowly. Going into a decision during their stay, whether it's at work or in a relationship or with their children or with their partners, because they really want to think through what they're doing. And they do care about consequences, where manipulators, they don't care who's part of the wreckage, including you. The only person that they will exempt from the wreckage of whatever they've created will be them. They will bear no responsibility for anything that has happened. To them, admitting they did something is equal in their mind to death. They will do anything to survive blame. Because if they get blamed, their mask has been shattered. That's why people can get on television and say whatever they want to say. But when they are in a court of law, they can't say those same things because the law can see past the mask that we wear. If a husband says he wasn't doing this to his wife or he wasn't following her or stalking her or whatever, how many times did we see fallouts of relationships portrayed on television and the one who was tricking the other one, the one who was hurting the other one turned out to be doing everything he or she said the other person was doing? That projection. So there's something that, you know, people say as they get older, is the older I get, the more I go by people do, not what they say. And we always say actions speak louder from, from words or for because of words. Words cannot tell you anything. Look at what happened before you got there, not what they tell you happened, but what really happened. It's amazing to me that even people who are therapists get swooped in in the love bombing phase. I always tell people, do not blame yourself. Please do not blame yourself for anything you have ever done with pure intent. And master manipulators know exactly who they can manipulate. And it's usually super nice people who are very giving, who are people pleasers because they know that they can position that person to do so. This thing that I wrote, which I'm going to read you, and if you guys think I should post it, tell me. I just felt like it was, it's not even edited yet, but it's, um, I wrote it as fast as I could type it, so I know Christ was filtering through, but ah, here we go. Virtual relationships have a lot of fill in the blanks. Whatever we think another soul is, we do not know anything until time and presence teach us. If you can, spend your time getting to know another soul. 
When we meet another soul, we assume they are everything we ever wanted. And then when the truth is right in front of us, we want to make excuses for them because we don't want the truth to mess everything up. Then we try to fight the truth we know so that we can continue to believe what we want to believe, even though it is no longer true. And then the proof of that soul's truth, after being swept under the rugs of doubt, is above the rug, too big to put under the rug. And now we have to see the truth, deal with the truth, and make really quick decisions based on that very truth. We get sick that we did not see, hear, or acknowledge the questions we may have had along the way. We may blame ourselves for not taking better care of us and trusting that another person couldn't be that way before knowing them. Then we start to say things like it came out of nowhere. Did it? Signs could have been that they, they don't have friends. They don't introduce you to others because there are no others to be introduced to. They don't want you to social media your relationship. They keep saying they want things and do not do the things they say they want. They demand your time, yet when they are busy, you respect their time. When you do not meet their expectations, they are mean and unkind, and then regroup and try to repair. These things can be easily explained, yet they are a profile of a person who is catfishing many and acting like each person is the only one. Somehow they have the time, the will, and the need to do this to keep themselves from ever facing themselves. Hurting others is not even a question. They will replace that soul without a blink between the words re and place. They may feel the void. However, their damage is usually such a shock that the receiving souls cannot even fathom the thought of communicating again, even though the thoughts that they have, that they must have, really cared are still wanting to be fulfilled. They have to hide and take down social media until the wind stops blowing, and then they come back on and start again. They start liking things out of nowhere and make their presence known. They will throw spaghetti on the wall until the spaghetti sticks, and here we go again, a whole new crop of takers looking for love. Please don't let anyone own your thoughts, your feelings, your hurts, or your heart. Please know that you do not meet someone in real life and if you do not meet their friends and family and co-workers, eventually they themselves are not going to be in your life. 
please know that online anyone can be anything. At times we may get used to people and assume we know them. We don't. Take a breath and go back to the fork in the road when it comes to meeting others. Your instincts in the beginning rather than in the end when you feel devastation. We fall in love with images all the time. They are handsome or cute. They have money or not. They have a great job or not. None of that is better than your loving heart looking for love. Trust your heart first, and it will help you navigate in that very vulnerable world. Part of us that wants love at times will accept anything and everything. And the fact that this just happened is what blows my mind because it goes back to telling us that we believe manipulation because we want to take that chance that we're doing something right for ourselves we're doing something great that's why Christ starting with self love because When you get to understanding what it means to care about yourself, you will recognize what is love and what is manipulation. Like, why do they want me to do that? Why do they want me to say that? Why do they get upset if I'm not available when they want me? And why don't I get upset when I want to go back, when I... When, when they say they're busy, I'm like, oh, my God, they're busy and I respect it. I want to show them how good I am. Yet, when I'm over here making a living for myself, why are they poking at me, telling me I need you to be available right now? Because at night, when I'm not there, they're with somebody else, and that's what I don't know. To them, people are interchangeable pawns. They never can stop to think about what anything would mean to you because nothing means anything to them. And in some ways, they think everybody's just after, you know, a transaction. And they are very transactional. You did this, I did that. I did that, you do this for me. That's why they get mad at things like that because you're you're ruining that transaction. And if you don't listen to me, I'm not going to listen to you. Oh, wait, I never listened to you. Introductions to friends and family is your biggest teacher in any relationship. Family without knowing. Family without knowing will tell you more than you could ever need to know to make your relationship a great relationship by understanding their commitment and their love for family or knowing who you're going to be in a couple of years if that's not the case. I had a girl I know who when she first dated, like her first serious boyfriend she met at school, 
So after time has passed, she went up and and she met his family. And his mother, who's a lawyer, said to that girl, no self-respecting woman would date my son. That girl took it as a challenge instead of wondering why any mother would ever say that about her son. Yet four years later, after she catered to, after she tried to make it work, after she put up with being put down, he re-auditions. After, after he broke up with her, by the way. She didn't break up with him. He broke up with her. And his whole family was upset because they missed her. They still wanted to see her. But deeper inside, I think he really couldn't pull it off in front of them because they got to know her. And his mother would ask her, what are you doing here? And I think it was a lot of pressure on him for them to know her and to know that she was really in it and to know that he doesn't know how to commit like that. But four years later, after they broke up and she no longer met with them and and all of that, he writes, her mom, and he says to her mom, can you ask her if I can send her a letter? So I ask, you know, so-and-so wants to write you a letter, is that okay? Because I worked with them prior. I was the only middle person left that wouldn't judge either of them, one for being there and one for what they did. Because it does take two to tangle. There's a reason why you're there. So he writes her a letter. She comes to me and shows me the letter. A card, beautifully written, about how he should have never done the things he'd done. All the way down to, I'm sorry I body shamed you. I'm sorry I left you and that was the last time I saw you. In the middle of a concert just left you there by yourself. So he went through all the apologies and then said, well, I know we've gone on by now. I just want you to know I wish you well. So that's the spaghetti on the wall. That's the spaghetti on the wall. Because now that person who wanted to please this person so bad Is like, oh, wow, really did love me. Oh, wow, really does miss me. And then let's say she's single again one day and she revisits. The truth is she would just get replugged in and he wouldn't respect her for jumping back in with him because he doesn't respect himself. Because manipulation, that that backbone of narcissism is insecurity but that insecurity is shielded from the person who owns it so they will fight anyone who reminds them that it's there it's the trick double trick there is a book written called prepare to be tortured the price you will pay for dating a narcissist by A.B. Jamieson 
It's an amazing book. It's one of the best ever written. It helps heal the person who has been with someone like that because the longer you have been there, the greater the damage is. If you fought it while you were there, if you were like, oh, this is not okay, and hey, wait, that's not okay, and oh my God, I can't do this. I can already see the writing on the wall. You will trust yourself more. You will have left. You will have made good with your soul. You, may, you would have made good with your instinct. All of that would work. All of that would work. But when we stay and we stay and we stay, they use the same therapeutic techniques they use when someone is exiting a cult. That's how they have to reach someone who's been that beat up by someone with narcissism. There's people who've lived with someone like that for 30 years, 40 years. Some all their lives have just learned to put up and shut up. I've had men who've had a wife or wives that were narcissistic. And they'd say, I just let her talk. Yeah, she hurts my feelings from time to time. It's really bad. But then when she's good and I start getting mad, then she basically comes back in and swoops me off my feet, tells me how much she loves me, tells me how handsome I am. And it's weird for me to hear the opposite because, you know, we're all used to blaming men, but men are not the only people who have insecurity needs. People have insecurity needs. Knowing the difference between being manipulated or being groomed to be a certain kind of partner for somebody who has a specific need and then is not paying attention to you without that need, whether it's a public need to be seen in public with someone, whether it's a feeling of feeling normal, like, look, I've had this relationship for so many years. Look at how normal I am. Nobody ever asks what kind of relationship, because why would they? But look at how normal I am. They're only fighting for normal because it's a long ladder to get there for them. In Origins of Truth, when Christ wrote about pure catalysts, there's some people here that are here to lessen us, teach us, challenge us over and over again. That's why their shelf life just keeps turning over. They cannot see what they're doing. But they are helping people grow. They're actually in a weird way they're they're catalysts they're challengers they're here to service us to grow and hone our souls we say how do they get away with that how do they get away with it they're not getting away with anything after a while they start to realize hey maybe it's not everyone i had a, a narcissistic man and I have such a soft spot for narcissists. I could listen to them all day because watching them self-discover is actually the, the most beautiful it can get with them. They may tie it back up and hide it under a rock again, but when they talk to me, they allow, they allow their feelings to really come out. Where I had a man say to me, 
I always thought it was everybody else. I always thought it was everybody else. But what if it's me? He was starting to question. And that man, just by himself, gave me so much information about how hard it is to be that person. How you can't actually build a future with anyone because everyone eventually leaves because they cannot handle it. It has nothing to do with love. It has to do with pressure. It has to do with you having to give up your life to be with them and you do have to give it up. Nothing of you is left except your body and the work you do for them and the pat on the head you get back every once in a while. It's an amazing world, you guys. Being aware of the world we live in changes our lives. Knowing the difference between too fast and slowing down, knowing the difference between auditioning and loving will make every decision you make better. Well, that was a Relationship Wednesday for the books. You guys, I love you guys so very much. I will see you guys tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Thank you. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.